Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the strange activity in Dan Bongino's backyard continues. Uh, I got another video for you. This one's actually not strange. Wait, Dan, you just said the strange activity continues. The video I'm about to show you is not strange because I know what it is, but it makes the incident I told you about a few weeks ago even stranger because now I know what a few weeks ago wasn't because it wasn't this thing we saw last night. <laughs> I promise that'll make sense. Big show today. Uh, you know, listen, the shit went down this weekend and um, it's a big problem. And we have incompetent people in charge right now. And then we have more people calling for like, let's bomb Iran and sort of. Okay. Big update also on the January 6th bomber case. I got a friend looking into it. And this case gets even weirder. Big show today. Don't go anywhere. Hey, you ever heard of data brokers? They're the middlemen collecting and selling all those digital footprints you leave online. They use your browsing history and location data to sell your profile off to a company who delivers you a targeted ad. You might be surprised to learn that these same data brokers are also selling your information. Did you hear about this? The Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. <laughs> no, no good. To mask my digital footprints, because it's none of their freaking business, I use ExpressVPN. Brokers aggregate data and they tie it back to you through your device's unique IP address. Reveals information about your location. When you're connected to ExpressVPN like I am, my phone, your IP address is hidden, making it difficult for them to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have the ExpressVPN app. Download it on all my devices, my phone, computer, even our router here. All I do is tap a button like this. I'm protected. It's that easy. Get the best VPN money can buy. Use what I use. This is none of their damn business what you're doing online. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino now and get those three extra months free. It's a great deal. ExpressVPN. Dot com slash Bongino. Joseph, it's Monday. Let's get this party started, right? Yes, it's showtime, Dan. And it is. So my voice leader. is a little scratchy. Joe detected yeah. that rather yes, early in the do. show. My little quickie weekend update. I was out in Miami this weekend, out late with the lovely Paulita, kind of um, talking really loud. Friday night was a little bit of a bust, but it was my fault. I was just tired. I'd worked all day. I've got great friends. So I kind of left early. Saturday night, I had a lot of fun. Went to a great place down there. Some restaurant queen down there in Miami. And I'm going to tell you, for those of you looking for a great party town, Miami's great. The critique I hear about Miami is kind of a joke. They're like, oh my gosh, people are really fake in Miami. I grew up in New York. Every big city has people who are fake. Who cares? If you're not hanging, Joe, right? If you're not hanging out with fake people, who gives a shit? Just go and like laugh at everyone who you think is fake. Who cares? Miami's a great town. It was awesome. It was freaking 70 degrees. It's February. It was so nice out. Had a good time. The food, by the way, at that Queen place was freaking amazing. Was spectacular. They do some little acting stuff while you're there eating. They'll have some ladies playing a violin or something. This trapeze lady or something. But my weekend got crazier. Paula goes out last night to walk the dog. Remember I told you there's like some crazy shit happening in my backyard all the time? So she sees this. Gee, you got the video as a VO, I guess, right? Look at this. So look, you see it up there? That's my house. And then you're going to see this thing. Now, it, you, that looks a little bit unusual, but that's a very easy explanation of what that is. Chatsters, any idea? You know where I'm going with this? That's Paula's camera. 
That is Starlink. That was another launch. That's what it looks like. All right, Dan, why are you playing that? You just said what it is. It's nothing unusual. No, that makes my point. A couple weeks back when I told you there was a thing hovering in my yard, not moving like that with a jet trail behind it or whatever you call that shit, okay? It was hovering right there, not moving. I could see the object. It wasn't like a mirage, okay? It wasn't a drone either because it wasn't moving like a drone at all. The thing I saw in my backyard, I'm not telling you it's freaking E.T., folks. It's probably got a simple explanation. I just don't know what it is. Was not that. Some idiot on Twitter was like, Ambassador lives in Florida. He doesn't know what a SpaceX or Starlink looks like. Yes, it looks like that. I've seen a lot of them. That wasn't it. That's what Starlink and SpaceX looks like from my yard. The strange stuff continues. I still have no explanation for what the hell was hovering outside of my house with this little trail behind it and then zoomed off over the ocean. Okay, I got a lot to get to. Enough of that shit today. Folks, on a very serious note, man, listen, it was only a matter of time before the Middle East exploded. Now, in case you missed it this weekend, you had some stuff going on. I don't know. Maybe you just tuned out of the news cycle. For that, I don't blame you. Um, The conflict in the Middle East has now taken U.S. casualties. Three of our heroes, servicemen, we don't have their identities. Servicemen could be women. We don't know. Uh, Three military heroes uh, were killed. They were killed in an attack over in the Middle East. There were three dead, over two dozen, maybe more wounded. Here's a quick uh, Fox report on what happened. And I just want to show you the pathetic White House response. I'm going to tell you what we need to do and what we don't need to do. Because there's a tendency here for a bunch of Twitter superstars to be like, let's jump back in the woods, bomb everybody tomorrow. Everybody calm down. Calm down. We're going to cover this story fairly and honestly. Here, check this out. This is the deadliest attack on American forces in the Middle East since the October 7th Hamas massacre. As you mentioned last night, a drone strike killed three U.S. troops and wounded 25 at a base in northeast Jordan near the border with Syria. That's according to the White House. President Biden releasing a statement moments ago which says, quote, While we are still gathering the facts of the attack, we know it was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq. Jill and I join the families and friends of our fallen and Americans across the country in grieving the loss of these warriors in this despicable and wholly unjust attack. Ladies and gentlemen, this White House is feckless. This White House is completely, totally feckless. The guy in the White House right now is actually incentivizing these attacks by his perpetual weakness. And by perpetual weakness, I don't mean that we have to go over there and start a nuclear armed conflict in the Middle East. That's not what I'm saying, bro. I've never said that. I am not some big interventionist that thinks we should have military troops in the ground in 76 countries engaged in hot conflicts at the same time. But this shit is unacceptable. Here is by far the worst press secretary. I'm going to venture as far to say, Chatsters, any idea who I'm talking about right now? Not just in the history of the United States, maybe in the history of sentient thinking, speaking human beings. If we had a culture a million years ago we didn't know about when we were like Australopithecus or whatever, and they had a press secretary, they're not as bad as KJP. Listen to her describe these heroes that died as folks who were fighting for the Biden administration. They were fighting for the Biden administration? 
Joe, call me crazy, but they swear an O2. Joe, what's that document? The constellation. I did. Constitution the, there. The, the, the Constitution. I, I, I thought they were fighting for the country, not for Joe Biden. Listen yeah. to this crap. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of, uh, this administration of the American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. I'll tell you, as a Marine dad, that really pissed me off, dude. Brother, I, I, I don't, br- I let you bring it up. I never bring that up. Uh, no, Joe, I appreciate that. Joe's. Got a lot going on. I'm just going to leave it at that. And to have to listen to that shit, I, I can't put myself in your shoes. I don't have a son or daughter. You know, I mean, like literally in harm's way, like in the actual. I I, 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 I don't even know what to say, folks. Folks. See, when we can talk, it's, you know, we have three. What? We have three folks. They're dead. Three heroes, three servicemen, three members of our military. Three patriots, three folks. Folks is when we're talking, you're talking to your buddy. Hey, folks, you're in a crowd, you're giving a speech. Not when you're on a national cable television show talking about three heroes whose families now have not even processed the fact that they're dead. Folks, this is incompetence, okay? We can chat like this casually. This woman represents the administration around the world. She can't properly conjugate words. She speaks in plural when it's supposed to be in the singular. She she can't even get the names of Senator Shorts and Hironi right. Meanwhile, they're Democrats. She she can never answer a question without the binder in front of her. She's an embarrassment. And here's the problem. The reason I bring it up is this this shit isn't funny anymore. It's not funny what it involves a the one, the death of heroes. And secondly, when it involves a perpetual problem with this administration. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to narrow it down to two things. I'm going to tell you quick what we need to do. And I got to move on because I want to ask you this. Is the election fix already in? That's coming up next. Number one is respect. Don't just gaff this off. Oh, respect. What is this? Some kind of like Hollywood movie? No, I mean it. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't respect Biden. They think he's a coward. How do you know that, Dan? Let me go by the money ball rule. If they respected Joe Biden, why don't they respect Joe Biden? They respect Joe Biden, just not enough not to kill our troops in the Middle East. Doesn't sound like they respect him to me. Yeah, again, I don't care if you like Donald Trump's tweets or not. I don't like his attitude. I don't like his tweets. Fine, fine, fine. Don't like his tweets. I might be, you do whatever you want. You do you, daddy-o. I'm just telling you, this shit didn't happen under Donald Trump. Matter of fact, we were killing their guys. Those Russians, uh, the Wagner force people in Syria, Soleimani, dead, all dead. If they respected Joe Biden, they wouldn't act like they don't respect Joe Biden. And they don't. They think he's a chump. And people are dying. Second, listen. I am not an isolationist, but I am not an interventionist either. I don't like these simplistic buzz terms either, which adds a third thing. So why are you using them? Because people throw them out there all the time. 
to kind of categorize people in inconvenient boxes. I believe in this marginality rule. On the margin, does our response benefit or hurt us? Will starting a war right now in the Middle East, I mean like sending a group of troops over there to engage in an armed conflict, will that better our position right now? The answer is, I don't think it will. I think it's going to engage us in another Iraq-like quagmire that we'll never get out of because no one wants to be the one to pull the troops out after you pull them in because they don't want to be responsible for the chaos that followed, i.e. Afghanistan. But we do have to respond. So what do we do? Well, first, we should start disappearing people quick. Disappearing them, Joe. What does that mean? I don't know. There's a certain amount of plausible deniability in disappearing people. Dan, you mean killing people? I'm not saying that. Just saying we got to start disappearing them. Where'd they go? I don't know. It's really weird when the mullahs go, hey, what happened to our buddy Tony? I don't know. He disappeared. The United States goes, I don't know what happened either. All of a sudden, they're like, holy shit, he's really gone. Is he dead? I don't know. We found a finger. Maybe he's fingerless. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like his ring finger. It was too short. Nah, the hookah blew up. <laughs> Joe, it happens. It happens. Don't mix oxygen in the hookah with flame. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Smoking some weed or something or a gasoline there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what happened. We're really good at disappearing people. We disappeared Soleimani in a different way. That was kind of obvious. But it's time to start disappearing people. Once you take care of the regime. See, this is, a lot of the Iranian people don't like this regime either. So bombing Iran, I'm not sure really helps us right now. On the margin, does it help us or hurt us? I don't think it helps. The disappearing regime people, which trust me, we know how to do. And I mean a lot of them. All of a sudden, you're going to see, see shit change quick. Number two. Listen, these Iranian mullahs are as greedy as anyone else. They love a couple things. They love their, their ladies and they love their money. No, they don't. They're religious zealots. Oh, bullshit. They're a bunch of terrorist animals that scream death to America. And they love getting rich. That's why they love that money Biden gave them. We need to shut them all off from the banking system. All of them. Third, let the Israelis do their thing. We don't need to put troops on the ground. If you would just get out of the Israelis' way and let them do what they need to do, then all of a sudden, a lot of these problems would disappear too. Instead, Biden finds Israel to be a bigger problem than Hamas and Iran who just killed our people. Whether you're pro or anti-Israel is your freaking business. You know where I stand. I've been public about it. I love our relationship with Israel. I think they're our best friend over there in the country. You do you. But I'm telling you, you want to get involved with our troops or you want the Israelis who have a direct interest in effing Iran shit up, let them do it. Because they'll do it if we would just get the hell out of the way. And they're not folks. You and I are folks. When we're chatting, we're giving a speech. They're heroes. They're patriots. To their families. I hope God blesses you with the strength you need. To get through this really, really horrible time. I'm not even going to pretend to imagine what that's like. 
All right, folks, we got a lot to get to today. Big show, including a, a major update on this January 6th case because it's, I, I did a Locals video this morning. Some of you may have seen it. I do these videos on Locals. Uh, it's an app, a platform, subscriber content. It's just some extra stuff I do. If you want to subscribe, fine. If you don't, totally understand. But I did a video this morning because I'm absolutely convinced that the two biggest scandals of our time are going to be turn out to be the vax and how the mRNA technology was not ready. And they just basically shoved it down our throat. And I don't, by the, I don't, by the way, I don't care who it involves. I, it's not a partisan thing to me. It's a life or death thing. And this January 6th bomber case. I have no doubt now anymore. Zero doubt this was a setup. But stay tuned. This is an important story, too. It's why I'm putting it before. I always grade these things like what comes first. Is the election fix already in for 2024? I think the answer is obvious. You know, who the, uh, Matt Taibbi wrote this amazing piece. It's in Racket. I need you to read it. It's in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. We don't spam your inbox. The piece is long, but it is so worth your time. He asks a question, but I'm going to rephrase the question. He asks, is this election in 2024 going to be our first lawfare election and not an actual voting election where the voting doesn't matter? A lot of you in the chat, you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. What do you guys think? First, my question is, this is going to be the second one. 2020 was not an election in the standard sense. We did this mass mail and balloting. The place was litigated to death and non-litigated to death. This is going to be our second lawfare election. This could be the second election was decided by the courts. I'm telling you right now, if the Supreme Court would have got involved in Pennsylvania with the shenanigans they pulled with the dates on the ballots, we'd be looking at a totally different White House right now. So my question is, is this going to be the second election decided by the courts and not the election? Ladies and gentlemen, we are in real trouble. They are already planning for this. This is a great piece. I love Taibbi. It's got balls of steel. Racket news. Is the electoral fix already in? He notes the 2024 election increasingly looks like it's going to be decided by lawyers. Here's a point here I want to make. Democrats, listen to me. Keep that up there. I'm going to read this with you. Slow because it's important. Democrats have given up on democracy. That is like the greatest irony of a party that calls themselves the Democrats. Democrats, democracy. Democrats have given up on democracy. We are a republic. The republic is completely dead to them. He notes for over a year, Biden and their surrogates are dropping hint after hint on their plan for 2024. And it doesn't involve voting, folks. Lawsuits in multiple states have been filed to remove Trump. We know that from the ballot. Primaries have been canceled or invalidated. Uh, you saw that with Dean Phillips. A Washington Post op-ed by uh, Kagan, who's uh, the husband of senior state official Victoria Nuland, who was knee-deep in Spygate, reads like an APB to assassins to head off the inevitable with Trump. Leaders of a third-party group, no labels, sent a letter to DOJ complaining of a conspiracy to stop alternative votes and basically keep them off the ballot. Ladies and gentlemen, they're not screwing around. Now I bring this up. I'm hesitant to cover these stories. See the point I'm making here? Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them, tell them what you told them. Folks, the Democrats have given up on voting to win elections. I need you to understand that. Why do I say this? So a bunch of people can come in the chat or something else and say, so why should we vote? It's all over. Bullshit. We are not powerless. Ladies and gentlemen, we can do the same thing. We have a legal system in red states as well. We are not powerless. 
We still have the ability to fight back. We're not sheep. We're not a bunch of wuss bags. We're not a bunch of scared little kids. This is an excuse. To, oh, screw it. I give up. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. The way to do it is to know what they're going to do. Get our money people, our groups together and do what America first and others are doing. And that's fight back. Do the litigation system as well. Not every judge out there is a liberal judge. I'm not giving up. So I'm hesitant to cover these stories. I'm going to get to the second part of their plan because they've given up. It involves violence. And I'm telling you right now, they're prepared for crazy things. Let me take a quick break. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean the only one. Folks are flocking over there. We love you guys, by the way. Thank you so much for supporting them. They're a big supporter of the show. Patriot Mobile. They offer dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veteran and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Great customer service, too. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Bongino. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Bongino. PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks for supporting Patriot Mobile. They've been great to us. Folks, I want to show you how crazy these people are going to get because there's this mistaken belief out there by some in the swampy Republican side. You guys in the chat looking at you right now. I'm not talking about you. You guys understand these people are crazy we're dealing with, but the people in the swampy, uh, you know, like Wall Street Journal editorial board middle, I like their stuff. I read it but they are way too comfortable with the system, like the system's going to save us. It's not going to save us. In the last election, in this piece and racket, Taibbi notes about this transition integrity project, this crazed group of leftists that were saying, hey, this is going to come to a street fight about the 2020 election. They were going through these iterations of what they would do if Donald Trump won. John Podesta, you all know John Podesta, anyone in the chat? You guys know Podesta? Podesta is like the consigliere of the Hillary Clinton, Clinton campaign orbit, Clinton whole cabal. He's not a small fry. So they had John Podesta play Joe Biden in one of these uh, transition integrity project tip simulations. And in one round, Podesta refused to accede to a clear Trump win. He basically Trump won. He's like, no, no, we, we shouldn't do it. Threatening instead, listen to this, to seize a block of West Coast states including California, and, and secede from the union. Podesta's, quote, frankly ridiculous move, as another TIP participant described it, was so over the top that a player leaked it to the media in the New York Times. Folks, the point is, I don't know who the TIP guy who leaked it, but I can almost guarantee you that Podesta, who is a big Obama player and a big Clinton player and has more influence in the Democrat Party than you know, he didn't make this up out of thin air. There are money people and people in power right now who if Donald Trump wins, you better be prepared for the crazy. So to everyone out there in the Republican Party, to the money folks on the Republican side, to the legal groups, to the America First crowd, to the people on the ground, you better be prepared for crazy because crazy's coming and they're talking about it right now. They are preparing for the second election decided by lawfare legal warfare, and not actual voting. They will use the courts. They will use the media. They will use Hollywood. 
They will use pressure points in academia and the business world, labor leaders and everyone else to make sure your vote doesn't mean shit. But again, can I be, can I be straight with you guys and ladies? Because you matter to me. Like, this is my family. Oh my gosh, we're 116,000. Holy shit. Only 24 minutes in. I had a little bit of a rough Friday night, guys. I had, you know, I'm always straight with you. I don't pretend to be some I'm not. I don't mean to be this like emotional Sigmund Freud moment here. Can you guys be my super ego? But I had a little bit. Paula can tell you more, but I had a little bit of a meltdown Friday night. I just, uh, this stuff's been wearing on me, man. I internalize it all and I can't let it go. I can't. I can't let it go. My buddy, the orthodontist, who's my best friend out there, man. He's like the most peaceful, loving guy, big conservative, but he's like, dude, you got to start letting this go. And I can't, I'm going to tell you why, man. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. And I don't mean it like a wussy way, like sitting in a corner. I'm scared because I'm afraid people are going to start to give up. I'm afraid talking about this, that a lot of folks are going to be like, well, what's the point? Well, I'll tell you the point. Your kids are the point and my kids are the point. Folks, if they told me tomorrow, voting doesn't matter, they're going to fight this thing in the legal system, but you should vote because at least if you vote and we win and they steal it from us, if we have an effective legal process, we may be able to take it back. Uh, That's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. I know these aren't easy answers. I know telling you the process is messed up, but we still have to engage in it Because at least it gives us something if the lawfare works for us in return. I know that's not what you want to hear. And I get that. People want fairy tales with happy endings. That's not the world we live in. These people we are messing with and are messing with us are really serious. They're talking about violence, censorship, secession. This is real. And you got to be ready to sharpen up your fingernails and get ready. We're not powerless here. We're not powerless. We can beat these people. I want you to look at this guy. This is the kind of stuff we're going to be dealing with. Let's kind of take a a quick break from the, this is who we're dealing with. This guy is absolutely beatable. A hundred percent. Biden was out this weekend trying to campaign. This guy will lie and talk shit about anything. Everything he says is bullshit. Remember I told you the cemetery story in France was totally made up. I've got a source on the inside telling me when Donald Trump went to France, the reason they didn't uh, take the motorcade out to the, uh, the cemetery in France was had nothing to do with the troops or anything like that or acknowledgement of the war. It was a weather condition. I'm telling you that's true. Anyone telling you otherwise is lying because I know the people. Here's Joe Biden repeating the lie again that Donald Trump didn't visit the cemetery in France because he thought the troops were losers or something. He's just making this up. Check this out. Donald Trump, when he was commander in chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us just like that? At least yeah, he, he didn't just said in his watch, dude. I, I exactly same guy when they when the when when the, when the hero yeah. when the bodies and heroes came back he's sitting there like hey what time is it can we get out of here this guy is full of shit that story's totally made up 
He knows it. He could just ask the Secret Service. They couldn't fly because of the weather. The motorcade was not practical. How do I know that? I did motorcades for two years. There's no way you take that motorcade right. You're taking on way too much risk. He doesn't give a shit. He's these guys, this guy, and Guy just said it too. He's like randomly screwing as he's as he's probably shitting in his diaper. Okay. This guy's full of it. These guys are absolutely beatable. They're absolutely beatable. Here's Nikki Haley, by the way, in an election update. She's got to get out soon, too. Leaving open the possibility here, Nikki Haley on Meet the Press, of the air and spare strategy. I think the donors are starting to talk to Nikki Haley. I want you to notice how she answers the question moving forward about what she's going to do about South Carolina and going forward. We can still win. We need to wrap this up earlier, though. It's primary. We got to cut this off soon. Check this out. When it comes to South Carolina, look, we wanted to be strong. And I think you look, we started with 2% in Iowa. We ended up with 20%. We got to New Hampshire. We needed to do better than that. And we did. We got 43% of the vote. Now we're going into South Carolina. We need to be stronger than what we did in New Hampshire. And so that's certainly what we need to do. But it's not just that we need to be stronger, Kristen. Trump needs to be stronger. He's not getting the independent vote. He's not getting a segment of the Republicans. And so he's got some work to do as well. Again, we're not powerless, okay? But we have to wrap this primary up early. Joe Biden is now focusing his fire on Trump exclusively. Trump has to disperse his fire to Nikki Haley, who can't win, and Joe Biden. Obviously, if you're splitting your fire in two, half your ammo's this way, half your ammo's that way, while they're engaged in a singular targeting mechanism coming the other way. Haley's got to get out. Someone's in her ear telling her this is a different story than she told, uh, you know, a week ago. You know, I'm in it. I'm staying in. Do you notice the caveat? Well, we got to do better in South Carolina. I'm hoping donors are in her ear saying, listen, all you're doing is damaging the GOP chances at this point. It's time for Haley to get out. I'm going to show you another reason. We are not powerless, folks. Okay? For all of my beefs with the House, and I got a lot of beefs. I'm not talking about this House. I'm talking about the House of Representatives and the Republican side. They are starting to get some real dirt dug up on Biden, and it's doing damage. When you ask people in polls, in contrast to four or five years ago, is Biden corrupt? The number's through the roof. Why? Because they're starting to get to some dirt here, and something else broke again this weekend. I got that. I got George Soros in Texas. I'll tell you what he's up to. And also how this impeachment of Mayorkas, all this shit is adding up. We're not powerless. We're not powerless. It's your country. Take it the f- back. You understand? It's your country. There's no giving up. None. You understand? I internalize what beats the shit out of me every day. We're not giving up. I don't care how bad it gets. Your grandfathers, great-grandfathers, and their grandfathers gave you this place. There is no giving up. They do lawfare, we do lawfare. Okay? They want to mess with this, we mess right back. No giving up. At all. This is not the giving up show. Hey, a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything's really expensive. You own a home. Do me a favor. Call my friends at American Financing. Interest rates have dropped into the fives, the lowest they've been in a long time. And American Financing is saving their customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. $854 a month? It's like that $10,000 raise. It's a lot of money. Credit card interest rates are insane. Most of us are still carrying a balance from month to month. Call American Financing and take care of that today. You call it an A, you may not have to make next month's mortgage payment. 
Here's the number. American Financing, 888-994-7660. They've been with me a long time. Good company. 888-994-7660. We love having them. Here's their website. It's not, by the way, it's a .net. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. APR for eights in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. AmericanFinancing.net. Our last sponsor, Omaha Steaks. Listen, man, I just had this for lunch, Omaha Steaks. They're tender. They're juicy. You got to check out their juicy burgers, their steaks, their air-chilled chicken and more. The food's amazing. Super great price. For a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino, my listeners will get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Those are amazing. The experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easier than ever to experience heartland perfection with favorites like their legendary mouth-watering butcher's cut filet mignon. Or their butcher's cut top sirloin, a leaner, more bold steakhouse-style experience. You can't go wrong with the classics either. They're ultra-premium Omaha Steaks beef patties, geese favorite. No one comes closer to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com slash Bongino. Get four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four boneless pork chops free with your order. You're going to love every bite. It's an Omaha Steaks guarantee. Head on over to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino to score four free chicken breasts and four free pork chops with your order. Start loving every bite. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Minimum purchase may apply. By the way, we had an Omaha Steaks disaster, Joe. My uh, freezer, we accidentally left it open and we lost some of their boneless chicken breasts because they defrosted and they were the whole weekend. Uh, I was horrified. It was like I lost like a, I, it was like losing like a family heirloom. I was devastated. I was the like, steak and geezer's heart, dude. Gonna have to go buy. Oh, gee, forget it. He's fit. He's crying right now. He's in tears. Like, Tony's, Tony's in there going, it's gonna be okay, Gee. He's giving him like a pat on. It's gonna be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> that really happened, by the way. I'm gonna buy some more. I'm gonna pick up some more today. All right. Folks, we're not helpless. We are not helpless. I'm not giving up the country. No chance. They do lawfare. We do lawfare. They want to do a street fight in the next election through the TIP? You better prepare for it. Their words, just read it. Let's start fighting back and digging dirt on them. Oh, look at this. New York Post this weekend. Joe Biden met the chairman of a Chinese company that paid the family millions. So as a former Hunter Associates, I can see Dan Goldman and Adam Schiff and the Democrats say, no evidence, no evidence. See, that to me sounds like evidence. Joe, were you a criminal investigator? How long? How many years experience you investigating crime? None. None? Okay. So, but you're, <laughs> Joe's a very smart guy. He's been with me a long time. Joe, if you were accused of a bribery and blackmail scandal and international influence peddling with the Chinese Communist Party and your son got money from a company and you were the vice president met with the guy, who was in charge of that company? Would you call that evidence? Just, just checking. Yeah, I, that kind of sounds evidentiary to he, me. I, <laughs> he's not. He's not even a lawyer. He's not even a lawyer. He knows that. He's not even a lawyer. How do I know the tide's going in our direction? We're not helpless. We are not helpless. Stop talking like we're helpless. We are not. House Republicans unveil articles of impeachment against DHS Mayorkas. Good. Excellent. The thing in Eagle Pass is blowing up in Biden's face. If they didn't do anything during the NFL playoffs, Biden knows he can't do jack shit. By the way, I heard a bunch of wussbag Republicans, including a former DHS secretary, work for Republicans in an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. They shouldn't impeach him. I mean, this isn't for policy differences. Policy differences? This reminds me of that, Jim. Playoff? Policy differences? 
<laughs> policy differences. You think Mayorkas is guilty of... Uh, Chatsters, I, you know, I need your help here. Yes, as the DHS secretary, allowing an invasion at the southern border is a, quote, policy difference, or no, Mayorkas is a traitor to his job and Mayorkas should be impeached. I'll leave it up to you. Let me just get on the record, Joe, and venture to say, that's some serious bullshit. That's not a policy difference, okay? This guy is allowing an invasion. <laughs> Chadston. Wait, who put yes in there? There was one yes. <laughs> Folks, we got a traitor in the chat. I'm sorry. Someone in the chat. You're all, Listen, I'm a free speech guy. Not like we're going to ban you. But I don't trust you. Whoever you were in there. you're Yes, that guy is definitely a traitor to his job. He was to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Correct? Mayorkas, that's what he swore to. Anyone in the chat? Anyone, anyone saying anything different? The Constitution, we got to, I'm sorry, we can't, that's, a, that's crazy. That's totally bananas. Yet in the Constitution, it specifically says what? You will protect against invasion, protect the states. Sorry, dude's a traitor to his job. But folks, that, see, there's the, so many no's. Good. Come on, BS Mingler. Come on, dude. Well, come on. Again, I'm a free speech guy. Maybe we're confused. I get it. I, we don't ban people for opinions, okay? But, I, I, well, let's just, I, I think B.S. Mingler, I don't think that was real. I think he made a mistake. I think he read the question. Because that doesn't even sound right. There's no way anyone would believe that. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> that explains this one to Fox News. George Soros pouring millions into Texas in hopes of shifting power to Dems. Why? Why? Why would George Soros be working in Texas? He gives so many other states, swing states to work on where he could really tilt the election. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Colorado, Nevada, oh, Arizona. Nice. Why is he in Texas? The state he has absolutely no chance, by the way. Oh, because that's the border state right now where the oh. invasion is primarily happening. Remember George Soros. George Soros understands the power of illegal immigration. When I say power, I'm not talking about good stuff. It's so weird. Wherever there's a controversy that benefits the left, right? Illegal immigration, their demographic destiny argument they talk about. You always see George Soros or George Soros affiliated groups not far behind. Folks, Biden has two choices right now, okay? Biden, again, can forcefully start arresting Texas officials and cutting a barbed wire in favor of illegal immigrants on national television. Not good. Or Biden can sit back and watch himself getting owned. He's got a lot of problems in this election. And an impeachment, by the way, in Mayorkas, for all those weak-kneed, wussbag Republicans sitting there going, oh, I'm not sure we can impeach. Number one, please just run as Democrats. I'm tired of you. I'm, re I'm really, I'm tired of the weakness. I'm tired of the pathetic. With, no, there's nothing we can do. Sheeple attitude. Be sheepdogs. Be wolves. Don't be sheep. Don't be suckers. An impeachment. You ready, folks? You ready? You ready? Dan Bongino, IMHO, my humble opinion. An impeachment does what? Causes an impeachment hearing. An impeachment hearing causes what? Any guesses? Anyone? Causes television cameras to show up. Oh. And then the whole world gets to see what Mayorkas has been up to at the border. Oh, you didn't think of that? Folks, what are campaigns? There are two things. Come on. We break the chat again or something? Are we going to get to 130? If we get to 130, the fire got to come in the glass. Impe uh, camp campaigns. 
Sound bites and snapshots. Ladies and gentlemen, think tactically. You get an impeachment hearing going. Every camera on planet Earth is going to be watching it. You're probably going to get some good sound bites and snapshots out of that. Is that what it's about? No. That's what campaigns are about. It's about getting rid of a guy who's allowing an invasion. But let's not be naive either. Alejandro Mayorkas can't possibly defend himself. He's on the record saying the border is secure. Let's see 200 Republican members of Congress ask him that. Start thinking. Start thinking. Use your melons, the cranial cortex, the cerebrum, the cerebellum, the medulla oblongata, Wernicke's area, Broca's area. You got all that stuff. The hippocampus, the amygdala, you know, the brain function thing. Try it something. Well, he's a neuropsychologist. Got to throw out some terms once. Makes you sound smart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I do love the brain, though. It's the, it fascinates me. Folks, this guy's in deep shit. He's got more problems, too. I keep talking about the black vote. Is Donald Trump going to get 30% of the black vote? No, let's not be ridiculous. Could Donald Trump get 12 to 15% of the black vote? He could. Is that going to be a really, by the way, I saw another conservative this weekend downplaying all this. Oh my gosh, he's black folks. Why are we getting him on black folks? Listen, why are we asking about the black vote? Uh, I don't know. You've got states like Pennsylvania with large black populations in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Uh, You've got states like Michigan. They got a city in Michigan. Starts with a D. That's Detroit. Yeah, large black population. You know, you start swinging swing states with a couple thousand votes here and there. It makes a difference. Even the Washington Post realized they got themselves a problem. The Washington Post? You mean the Washington Times? No, I mean the Washington Post. Here, check this out. Frustrated by Biden, black men ponder their options. What happened this weekend too? Folks, again, I'm going to preface this so there's no ambiguity about it all. I don't give a shit what celebrities say. Positive or negative. Either should you. I don't care if Taylor Swift comes out tomorrow and says, I love Donald Trump. I personally don't care. I have my own. I don't take advice from celebrities. Why are we going to? You sound like you're going to mention something about a celebrity. I'm only mentioning it because other people do. Yeah, but probably McGee's right. If she did say that, it would, other people do. This weekend, both Snoop Dogg and Rick Ross put out statements and, and videos that have broke this weekend, basically not necessarily like endorsing Donald Trump, but saying like, hey, this guy could, you know, there's something there. Do I, I don't care. Either should you. I don't take political advice from Snoop Dogg or Taylor Swift or anyone else. Just telling you other people do. And this is a news program and we cover news and that's news because these guys have massive followings. By the way, here's the media. Totally self-owning this weekend. This is going to get crazier. So here's SNL this weekend, Saturday Night Live. Totally self-owning. Trying to do a bit on how Donald Trump made up the word debanking. You're like, made up the word debanking? All they had to do was do like, debanking, that's like a real thing. Yeah, I know. This goes to show you how crazy. This is why, again, I don't give a shit about entertainment people. Other do, but lefties buy this shit. Here, watch his dumb skit. Trump did have a slight stumble this week while talking about banks, and he introduced an interesting new term called debank. We're also going to place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you. They want to debank you, and we're going to debank. I don't 
know what the hell D-bank means, but he might have to take D-ambulance to see the doctor. Folks, you understand these people live in a bubble. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to go into this a little bit. I was going to do it today, but I don't have the time because I got to get this January 6th thing. I got some Anne Hathaway videos, Rhode Island School District. It, it, it's not to make fun of these people, although they're, they're worth it. I mean, not that I don't want to make fun. It's just this, this isn't like a comedy show. This is a substantive political show that uses sarcasm and humor, but it's real. I'm trying to make a point here. These people live in such a bubble, these liberals, that that idiot and the people who wrote that, keep in mind, that went through a number of editors. They don't know what debanking is. Why do they not know? Anybody in the show have any idea why a liberal wouldn't know what debanking is or that that's an actual word? Joe, any idea? Because it's never happened to them. That's why they live in a bubble. All they had to do was put in their favorite search engine, Google, the word debanking. Reuters, UK's hunt, says we'll change laws to stop political debanking. Debanking is when banks cancel conservatives because of their political views. It's not a made up word. But this dumb liberal dipshit who lives in a bubble, doesn't know what debanking is because it's never happened to him. This is why I tell you, it is your job to follow what the left is doing and understand them better than they understand you. They don't feel the same way about you. Remember, liberals think we're bad people with ideas. We think liberals, well, I think they're bad people too, but before the craziness, we thought they were people with bad ideas. There's a difference. They are not interested in what you have to say. And that's to your tactical benefit. Because you'll know more about them than they'll ever know about you. They think you're a bunch of dumb. Everything they think of the words they call rednecks, deplorables, hayseeds, flyover country. I bring up these words, by the way, not to offend anyone. I've heard all of them from liberals talking about you. It's your job to understand them. That SNL skit, it's not, I don't play it because it's funny time. This isn't the jokey joke man show. That is who they are. They don't understand you, and it's to your political advantage because you understand them. Weren't some uh, truckers in Canada debanked when yeah, they were? I, you know, Joe, it's funny you say that. I was going to put the trucker story up. There was oh. a massive debanking effort yeah. in Canada with the truckers, the Freedom Convoy up there. The trucker convoy. I was going to throw that up there. I thought maybe I'll throw a few stories. Sorry, bro. But yeah, no, it's a good point. All right. The January 6th case. So I got a friend, right? This guy is an expert in camera technology. I mentioned him on Friday. Folks, we got a big problem here. The January 6th case of the bomber is getting even more freaky. I'm just going to throw out bottom line up front. Then I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Because Michael Schellenberger, along with Darren Beatty, Julie Kelly, Steve Baker, major tip of the hat to them. They are doing absolutely incredible priceless reporting at Revolver, at Julie's uh, uh, blog, Baker at The Blaze. But Schellenberger has been all over this too. He put out a little video this weekend that's so good. I'm going to play two cuts from it. It's about this, what I've been discussing. Bottom line up front. Folks, this January 6th bomber case where this bomb got planted outside of the DNC when Kamala Harris was suspiciously not at the Capitol and there on January 6th, there's now zero doubt, zero, not zero, zero, zero point one, not zero, zero, one, excuse me, none of that. Zero doubt in my mind, this was a plot to set up MAGA people 
And to, you watch. Joe, please send the biggest flag it ever. Please flag this because I'm so sure this is going to come. This, you're going to see this come out. This is going to be right. the biggest scandal of our time. Flags flag in the it. chat, folks. Please remember. Please. This was a setup. Somebody working with some operative that hated Donald Trump. Was it government? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on who did it. Someone who hated Donald Trump planted those bombs there. It was not a MAGA person in an effort to say, if those election hearings went on about the certification day, about the problems with the election, stop the talking about the election. They tried to kill Kamala Harris and they didn't need to because of what happened at the Capitol. Play Michael Schellenberger on the mysterious cover-up in the FBI, part one here. It's about a minute long, where the FBI magically changed their story. First, they were looking for the bomber, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, the bomber thing? There was no threat to Kamala Harris at all. Here, carpet, make this go away. I think the FBI knows exactly who it is, and I'm absolutely sure that this person was trying to set up some MAGA people. Take a look. I have some very shocking news to tell you. The FBI says that a pipe bomb almost killed Vice President Kamala Harris on January 6th, 2021, while she was at the Democratic National Committee headquarters building in Washington. The FBI says that the suspect, who is still outstanding, planted a pipe bomb just about right here outside the DNC. The FBI is urgently requesting that all of us think about who we might know who might have been acting suspiciously around then. Since January 5th, you may have noticed changes in someone you know. And report them. Any emotion you feel is inappropriate is worth reporting. And FBI is offering a half million dollar reward for information leading to the arrest of the perpetrator. And yet the person who was in charge of the FBI investigation now says Vice President Harris was never at risk and that the bomb couldn't have detonated while she was at the DNC. Harris herself never spoke of the incident, even though it was highly shocking and would have been a very powerful political weapon for her to wield against former President Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans. And Congress's special January 6th report never even mentions the alleged bomb outside of a footnote. Michael Schellenberger, thank you. Folks, the story's starting to get critical mass right now. And I'm going to tell you something. A big hat tip to all of those folks. Darren Beatty, who started it, was his Revolver News expose just a couple weeks ago. But I want you to understand, if it wasn't for you in this chat, watching this show, I mean this, spreading this around, this story be dead. There are now other people outside of Schellenberger, Beatty, Julie, and Steve who've been on this a long time. There are now other people in the media. I know because they're reaching out to me going, I don't think you're crazy. This doesn't make any sense. But here's the second part. It's a little shorter. This is only about 30 seconds. I want you to pay special attention to what Schellenberger says at the end. This is how I absolutely know right now that they are hiding who that person is who allegedly placed those bombs in front of the DNC. This is how I'm sure of it. Pay very close attention to the end of this about the cell phone data of the subject who's allegedly there texting as this bomb was being dropped there. Listen to this. Now, a newly released video shows Capitol Police and Secret Service officers behaving oddly relaxed after learning that there is a dangerous pipe bomb just a few feet away from them. They even allow a group of children to walk right by it. A former FBI agent says the so-called bombs look like government training devices, dummies, not real bombs. In fact, it's all much worse than that. The FBI released video of the suspect who planted the bomb. The person is on his cell phone. 
That means the data should have been available to the FBI, but it wasn't. Why? Well, according to the FBI official who was in charge of the investigation, the cell phone data was corrupted. No way. No way. Bullshit. No, not bull. Schellenberg is right. Bullshit. There is no way that data was corrupted. They know who that is. And you know who I'm... Here. Flags. Get the flags out. I haven't even told you to flag it right now. Get the flag. I want to see flags. I, by the way, I didn't forget. I know something just happened. I just don't want to... This is an important story. Not time to break it up with a self-celebratory mom. Totally with you. But this is super important. Flag it, folks. When they get caught and you find out that that person was either working with the government, for the government, or for... Oh, man, there's a lot of flags. Or working with some left-wing outlet to frame the MAGA crowd for an assassination attempt on Kamala Harris, I'm telling you what they're going to say. They're going to say, folks, it was a training exercise that went wrong. Yeah. Joe's the biggest flag it ever. Remember those words. They're going to get caught. This is why they got to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. They're going to get caught when all this stuff is declassified, you can't hide everything or some whistleblower comes forward and their excuse is going to be. And this is why I'm almost a hundred percent confident. The secret service was not involved. And listen, I was on them all week over the red tie bullshit, which by the way, other people are picking up now too. Don't wear red ties. I am almost positive. The secret service wasn't involved. They're going to say it was a training exercise. We put these training bombs down there because we weren't sure the security around Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and January 6th was going to be any good. So we just want to be sure security was up to snuff. So we put these training devices to test everyone. I'll flag that sucker right now. This is going to be some red cell thing gone awry. These red cell ops where the government tests itself. I'm not, people, I'm not telling you this was a training exercise. You, are we, Joe, am I being confusing? No. This was not a training exercise. This was an effort to frame MAGA people. I'm right. telling you what they're going to say. When they find out who that guy is, and they will, the data was not corrupted. It's there. And those people at the phone company need to be subpoenaed right away. Get them in front of Congress under oath. And now see how far they're willing to go to cover this shit up. They have that data. They know who that is. When you find out who that is, they're going to fall back on. It was a training thing that went bad. We forgot to pick the bombs up later or whatever. It was a test. Hundred million percent. All right. I have an announcement to make. You ready? Guy? Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit another metric. 130 freaking thousand people. What? The, what, the, what, 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 what is going on? What, what is happening? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Every day, set new records. I didn't forget. I saw you. But, you know, the self-celebratory task, take a back seat. We got to save the country for 130,000. Not even that, 133,000. 133,000, 300 something. And it's still going up. So what's key? What's the new metric? What's the new metric for the flames? What? 145. Let's move up in like extra good. 145,000 folks is the new flames marker. You guys are every, every week we set new records on this show where we like beating cable news. There are more people watching this shit, watching cable news right now. You believe that B billions of dollars go into creating like 
We are doing beach home reno number six. You know what? We got this show out of a studio. You know how many people in the studio? How many? 600? No, two. Gee, Tony, and Joe's doing the audio from his house. And what are we doing? And we've got the biggest show streaming all over the place. Beating cable news. Because Karate Man, that's why. Freaking show's amazing. <laughs> hey, but before we go, you guys, you guys are incredible. You guys are incredible. You're the best. You keep spreading the word. We'll be, if I keep going, we'll be at 140,000. I'm dead serious. If I didn't have the radio show, I, I'd keep going. For, but I do one more story. One more story. Just for, <laughs> right. Jim, sorry. We're going to be late for the show. We're going to get to 140 in the same. Well, you get to 145 today. We do the flames twice. I just want to show you, people are starting to pick up on this story, Secret Service red tie story. Put that law officer story up. Folks, that story is real. Lawofficer.com, BizPack Review picked it up. Secret Service allegedly banned some of the agents from wearing red ties. I didn't ban them from wearing red ties. I just want to clear up what happened. An email went out, forced upon the detail by headquarters, suggesting that if Trump's wearing a red tie and they're wearing red ties, which happens all the time, that the agent should like be cautious about appearing to have a part of partisan interest. That's the dumbest effing thing I've ever heard in my life. How about you guys just focus on keeping the president alive? How about that? That story is real. And if you doubt me, someone out there in the media should FOIA the email. Oh, it's there. You'll find it. And people at the top wanted that email sent out. Just FOIA. You'll see it. You think I'm kidding? Oh, you're just making it up. Go do a FOIA. People are very concerned. Donald Trump's threat levels through the roof. Maybe we should stop worrying about the tie color and start focusing on like keeping the president alive. And by the way, President Biden too. I don't want anything happening to any of our protectees. I'm not a lunatic. You got a job to do. And thank you to the agents out there who are doing their job every day and don't pay, put their partisan politics in a file drawer. Love you guys and ladies out there. You're great. Yes. Hey, thank you so much. 134,000 still going up. You guys are the best in the business. Spread the word. Rumble.com. Watch us every single day at 11. Download that Rumble app. We've had a great couple of weeks for the company. Download the Rumble app. It's free. Start an account there. You can watch the show. You don't have to start an account. The accounts are free. If you want to chat, start an account. Join us in the chat. We'd love to have you. I'll see you on this channel and radio show in one minute. We'll be right back. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.